0: my name is ledger status and i'm with carpe noctum and this is the wrecked podcast
1: Welcome to Wrecked Podcast. I am Bunchu, alongside my esteemed colleague and co-host, Chamber. Chamber, how you doing, buddy? Doing pretty good,
2: man. You know, just chilling out here on New Year's Eve, um, anticipating whether or not I'm going to make it to 10.30 tonight. Um 10.30? That's probably not going to happen, uh, but I'm super excited. We, we saved the best show of 2020 for the last day of the year.
1: Uh, I mean, there's I, no question that this is going to be the best show. It's, of the year,
2: right? it's. I'm, I'm not being, uh, uh, I, I'm not overselling this in the least. This will be, in fact, the best show of the year.
1: Yeah, uh, better than all of our previous uh, 64 or whatever we've ended up doing. This <laughs> year. So, uh, we have two fantastic guests, the hosts of Ledger Status Podcast, um, and we've got Brian and Josh on with us. How are you guys doing today?
0: Doing well, and uh, it's the letter cast. You know, we had a naming crisis in the last few episodes, so it has <laughs> Sorry, to be. Sorry, I've been listening about that. You know, so uh, yeah, I've I've been uh, I've
1: been listening to the I've I've seen the campaigns for for Josh to get on the name uh, on the name here. Well, the so, funny
3: the funny thing is, we talked about it weeks ago, Brian and I, privately. And I said, I don't. It doesn't bother me at all what the name is. I don't care. Um, and then I was joking around about it (laughs) in one of the (laughs) beginnings of the show and then people like took it seriously and then I felt
1: bad, but, um... Yeah, no, it doesn't matter to me at all. Well,
0: we're trying to get a rebrand pump in, so we uh, we, the rebrand
1: we, rebrand pump is real. You gotta you yeah, gotta do it, you know. Bull
0: markets are for rebrand pumps. That's
1: it's exactly right. Uh, wh- I'm actually currently trying to do a rebrand pump myself. Um, we're actually looking for new hosts. Chamber's gone. Uh, <laughs> what? Just what <laughs> making <laughs> making that announcement right now. So <laughs> rebrand pump co- incoming. So it's like a uh, band
2: aid. You, <laughs> you gotta rip it off fast. Yeah, uh, I got
1: good news and bad news for you, Chamber. Which do you want first
2: (laughs) uh give me the uh give me the good news first good Uh, news is
1: there will be a heavy rebrand pump
2: (laughs) Ooh, nice uh you know what let's give the bad news
1: okay (laughs) but we have a excellent show we've we're just gonna you know shoot the shit like we usually do with uh two guys that know more than we do which i think is uh pretty exciting right chamber
2: this is uh yeah this is fantastic when usually i'll, I'll listen to uh the sh- their show uh, when i need some some hot tips and uh i just want to basically copy whatever they're doing or if i need to sound smart on our next show what i'll <laughs> do is I'll, th- I'll, 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 I'll listen to the Ledgercast, uh you know newest episode and then basically just regurgitate that in a uh dumber you know version
1: I was going to ask Brian if he had heard that uh, on on our latest show the other day, where he basically admitted that he listens to your show and then regurgitates (laughs) his knowledge on our show. (laughs) Uh,
0: I did, but there was another uh, funnier part where Bunchu, you were talking about – your regrets of trading altcoins historically yes. and one of the things you said and i need to call you out on this and i I dm'd chamber about it laughing because you said if i had just never bought altcoins and only held the bitcoin that i had i wouldn't have to do this show that's what you said (laughs) and it made me think is this is rex podcast really a burden for you or are you just talking to your buddy
1: um well you know it (laughs) lately (laughs) <laughs> Lately, it has been felt like a burden for me because I am not seeing the uh, euphoric gains that
0: everybody else is in the market. So, yeah, well, you I sold am, some Bitcoin for like a house or something. So, you got the IRL gains.
1: Yes, that's that, that is very true. So, I, I have capitalized on that. So, but uh, you know, and uh, you know, you can only handle so much chamber anyway. That is yeah. true. Well, <laughs> we'll do
0: our 2021 predictions. Maybe you still have time to buy in. Ooh,
1: that's look at that. That is a professional podcast tease, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that is how you do it in the streets. But um, yeah, so we're gonna get to podcast uh, or sorry, twenty twenty one predictions. We're gonna play the newly wrecked game, which we've done a couple times when we've had uh, other hosts on with their co hosts, where we're going to ask you guys a series of questions about each other, and you're going to have to see uh, if you can get, if you really know your your podcast host. Chamber. Uh, do you think we would do well on that game? Uh,
2: yeah, I mean, we we would destroy... I think if we had, like, a CT version of like New we would destroy everybody. You think? I, I, I'm trying to think of another pairing that could do better than us. I, I, I
0: mean,
1: I, Satoshi and Craig Wright, name a better <laughs> duo. I mean... That they're is the same point. person, so, you know, <laughs> exactly. get, get every answer right. That's an unfair it, advantage. <laughs> exactly. All right, so I, I, I doubt there is anybody... Uh, Anybody out there who listens to our show that doesn't listen to your show. However, I I do want to like I do want to ask you guys now that I have you both. So Chamber and I have actually never met in real life, which uh, many people can't believe and we've been doing this show for over 2 years, over 200 episodes. We've actually never met. So, how did you guys actually get in touch and start a podcast? How, you know, what what did how did the relationship blossom and I, I don't even know. Have you guys met in real life?
0: Yep, we met in real life in July 2018 at a local top, naturally. Uh, (laughs) Is that like the name of the bar you went to? That's a great (laughs) bar name. (laughs) (laughs) The local top. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. No, it was a local Bitcoin top. It was an ETF denial day, if I Uh, remember right. Was that right, Josh? Yeah, that was in uh, D.C. It wasn't...
3: um, I mean, most of 2018 was a series of local tops, but yeah. yeah, yeah, it was, it was the coin ETF. It got denied the Winklevi ETF. Um, I didn't think it was a big deal at the time. I still don't think it's a big deal. I think but the market doomed in general, the market
0: used it as a reason to sell off from maybe like 9,800, one of those tops where then we just like drove down, down, down to, you know, some kind of 40% drop after you were getting hopeful for a little while. It was one of those types of days. Um, but we were it We were at a small conference, and we went to the conference and did a live show for the purpose of of hanging out. However, we'd already been doing the show for a while by that point. Um, and I think, I
2: think
3: you asked me, right? Yep.
0: Start. Yep. I'm actually I'm looking for it, and I can't find it. But uh, let's see, November fifteenth, two thousand seventeen. So wow. pre pre ten k. I said, you probably get asked stuff a lot, but would you be interested in co-hosting a podcast with me? So I, I cold-called uh, wow. Josh via DM because <laughs> uh, I'd been I'd been following all his stuff. Like I learned the cloud and you know several other TA concepts from Josh. Like most of what I knew before was different stuff and not crypto-specific. So I'd learned a ton from him and reached out to him, and he said yes. Wow, I said yes is... to the dress. I
1: did. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yes, to the cast. That's it. Right, there you go. Um, that's that's interesting because we were before before our show went live. We were obviously on your Twitch, but we were joking around, reading some of your DMs that you guys that you get, and you you cold called DM'd Josh.
0: <laughs> I did. I mean, it's a pretty good pitch. Like I'm not a bad salesman, so. Um. But yeah, I mean, I mean, I was like, I'll handle all costs and processing. I just need you to show up and with your expertise and followers. <laughs>
1: that's, hey, look, that's pretty much how our show works. Chamber does all the work. I just walk in five minutes before, get my makeup done, and then we roll. That's, yeah. that's pretty much how it works. Um, um, Josh, so what was, why did you just say, uh, yeah, sure, stranger in my DMs?
3: Uh, I think I've been following him on Twitter and, Podcasts are one thing that I hadn't been doing myself. I mean, I've been doing videos and articles, and I thought, why not? That's a, just one other thing. It's not like a big deal to do. To just, you know, I mean, you guys can do it. If you guys can do it, anybody can do it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a,
1: that's a fair That's point. absolutely true. 100%. Uh, I
0: remember specifically around this time of 2017, Josh was doing a year-end video, or you know, 20. 18 predictions, something like that. And he plugged me on one of his YouTube videos, right alongside parabolic Trav as somebody that showed up out of nowhere. But hey, they're bullish Bitcoin. So I like them.
3: Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, you, fantastic. you did though, like, um, yeah. not in a bad way. But uh, you were one of the few people from 2017 that actually had useful information on Twitter that I could see. Like, that's how I judge anybody is, do they do they give me useful alpha <laughs> on twitter <laughs> and if the answer is no then they're just kind of like useless to me
1: um yeah get them out of crypto feet, you know
3: yeah in the crypto realm anyway because you know you could be shit talking any project you want or talking about your bags like you know that that's irrelevant to me it's whether or not what people say on twitter can influence my own trading decisions you know that's what i take seriously so That's why you have
1: Chamber on uh, notifications, right? Totally, yeah. (laughs) Do I even follow you guys? I don't know if I even do. (laughs) Probably not.
2: Based on your criteria, I'm going to go ahead and say that. Yeah, I would say
1: probably not. (laughs) That's awesome. That's funny.
0: (laughs) Uh, I follow you guys.
1: Oh, yeah, guess what? He actually does follow us, or he follows me. I would love it if he doesn't follow Chamber. I'm going to be
2: crushed i follow I both you
0: i follow both y'all i didn't always but i didn't realize that i wasn't because i think i follow the podcast first or maybe i followed Bunchu and then the podcast i don't know Bunchu and i are also in a fantasy football league together so yes um, and i'm
1: very bitter about my outcome in fantasy football you did you you're the one that scooped james connor
0: uh yeah I totally j- janked uh <laughs> Bunchu's like desperation running back play because he lost in the semifinals. uh but he had to start the Steelers backup because James Connor was out who's the primary Steelers running back so he had uh, James Connor was the only person he could drop to pick up this backup and I was like yes thank you please and I had a little bit more fab than him to buy him back uh so I basically you know and it's then he tried to
1: hold my second round draft pick hostage, and I'm like, "No, I'd rather die. I would no, rather I'm, die."
0: Actually, I'm still holding your second round draft pick hostage because it's not over until it's over. You that's know?
1: very true. I'll be crawling back in. Uh, I'll be crawling <laughs> back in the summer looking for a running back. And, uh, but that that's funny. So I, I do have to say when when I first got started into. Crypto back in that 2017 era as well. Both of you were uh, impactful to my uh, crypto career. I, I was following. I, I know for a fact I was following both of you, and uh, I remember I, I was trying. I don't think Chamber. I wasn't on the podcast that you did with Josh, right? When Josh was first on our show, did maybe not. I don't think I. I don't That's, think I. You're lost, right. I was don't
2: it? think you were. Yeah, I think, I think it was you not Josh and I. I was 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 testing out new uh, co-hosts. Yeah, right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You you were trying the Chamber solo show, and the ratings just plummeted. Plummeted. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I I wanted to tell this story was that – when I first started, I, you know, I'm an awful trader. So I was just trying. I'd never done it before. So I was just looking for any kind of information that I, I could find. And so I was following both of you guys. And I remember uh, being introduced to the cloud. And one of the first things I did was Google anything I could find on it. And I came across uh, Josh's videos, and specifically the one about what I should have my, my cloud settings at, which probably has millions of views at this point. <laughs> and so, so uh, yeah, jo- so Josh was one of the first people I had like followed for you know, as Josh would say, some some action alpha, and then uh, Ledger, you uh, you we were I think. I think I was in the, the pod group on Telegram with all those oh, guys. Yep. And uh, you would come in every day on your new date and announce the new dailies. And I was following your trading and I was like, man, this guy knows what he's doing and I do not. So I actually slid into your DMs, I think, on Telegram and tried to ask you some trading questions. And you nice. were both and you're were you were very nice to me. So thank you for both
0: putting out awesome content and being uh being nice dudes. Yeah, man. The. Uh the pod was my introduction to telegram really i started my account when whale put out that link sometime in 2017 i got to know some of the first people in crypto through that See yeah, chat room.
1: I, I'm still in there. I don't know if it actually is doing anything. I'm definitely not still in there. I think it, I think it has like five messages a week, but I, it's one of those things. It's like a nostalgia where you don't want to delete right. it. You know, It's like all of my bags that I still have from 2017 <laughs> that you just don't want to sell.
0: So obviously uh, our direct messages weren't good enough if you still have all those bags. Well, yeah. Well, it
1: was more. I was more trading at that point. I, I remember specifically I was trying to... Uh, execute a Litecoin trade, and I was like, "Oh, I sent you a chart," and I was like, "Oh, how do, you know, am I doing this right? Like, does any of this make sense?" And you're like, "No, you idiot!" And, <laughs> and, and uh, now, now we're here. Now we're here. <laughs> so, anyway, but yeah, I mean, that you guys have an interesting uh, origin story. You're just a straight up. Uh, straight up cold call DMs, kind of like Chamber and I. Ch- Chamber was even more informal. We, uh, he just put out a tweet, and I guess I slid into your DMs, right, Chamber? You
2: did right away.
0: Yeah, literally, like like a thirsty,
2: after. like a thirsty girl. I was uh, like, oh, I <laughs> love <laughs> the podcast. Give really, me a podcast.
0: I really need a co-host, and you're just like, I'll be your co-host, baby. Uh, yeah, Done. exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm just looking for a
2: yes. That Actually, is, uh, I heard, uh, I heard Bunchu. Uh, I, I think I don't even know if we were following each other or maybe we. were. No, joined. we weren't. Um, but when he when he DM me, uh, I remember I'm like I think this was the guy he had done like a um, new to crypto episode on Crypto Street. Yes, and that's where I I had heard him not that long ago, and I'm like this guy was this guy's got a golden fucking voice. I gotta he's gotta <laughs> be my uh, he's gotta be my co-host. So uh, I I uh, yeah he he took the reins. He is the. Uh, he is the golden voice that brings us through. I don't know what two hundred thirty
1: episodes. Awesome. And, uh, Bunchu,
0: you were the like new to crypto guest on uh, Crypto was, Street when they did yeah, that.
1: Yeah, one one. Uh, I was one of them. Yeah, one day, one day Whale couldn't find or uh, Dale and um, Prince were both out, and uh-huh. he needed a. He was like, oh, I want to do a a you know a guest spot with some new to crypto person and i just messaged him i was like oh i can do it and that was it so him and i did him and i did a solo podcast and then it was that was like i got the itch from that and then i saw that tweet like a week later that's awesome yeah so but anyway what uh, year this has been for the crypto market not just for our, our uh, respective podcasts and their wild success but uh, <laughs> just for, for the market overall we uh, you know We've gone through the highs and lows. Uh, we we were down in the three k range, and now we're sitting high at uh, in the twenty high twenties. I, I can't 20, even
0: believe. Just call it twenty nine thousand.
1: Just, just call it low thirties. Okay, yeah, yeah, we're in the <laughs> low thirties.
3: <30s. laughs> just call it thirty three k. Uh, well, well like I, said yeah, thirty three k mean, exactly.
1: Thirty three k. There you go. So, um, what is your overall take? Like, uh, t- like talk about what you think from where we are now like where we were earlier in the year and kind of uh you know what the whole outs the whole landscape of the the market looks like for you guys
0: well i just pulled up a yearly chart and from the yearly open which was around 7k ish we're up uh 300 percent and from the bottom from the lows of the year which of course happened during that massive liquidity crisis in march mm-hmm. uh we're up 630 percent or so um, wow so it's actually percentage wise it's not the you know strongest year ever but it's a very 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 strong year where we also i mean we are we, we look very toppish in terms of like low time frames but if you look at the high time frames that just look like we've confirmed the bull market and we're blasting through so it's weird because it's like man this was an amazing year and in some ways we might just be getting started uh and that's tough to understand uh especially you know the three of us uh the non-josh participants here like this is really our second rodeo and Josh saw the full prior rodeo. So he's been through two bear markets and this will be Josh. What your second full-on bull market um, So he's got a little more experience than we do to know like what? What bullish really means and I'm, I'm not sure if I'm prepared for that. What are you? What about you, Josh?
3: well, yeah, the first thing I was gonna say is you know, I started in 2013 and that was a brag. Just like it took me like <laughs> this long, maybe like maybe like late twenty eighteen, I finally like realized what trading was all about. Um, being through like t- two full bear cycles, um, and now sort of two and a half bull cycles. Um, so yeah, it definitely takes some time. Like if you're, if you're so like me. What would you
1: say now, you have, you, you've you done that and you, you're, it's taken you at least five years to know what trading is all about. What is trading all about?
3: Well, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm still learning about it. It's mainly like risk management, bankroll management, um, leaving your emotions at the door. You know, you might hate, especially in crypto, because there's a lot of uh, emotions related to certain projects or certain people of certain projects or certain types of people and certain types of projects. but. Um, all that plays a big factor in just like not making money at the end of the day. So (laughs) you, have got to have risk management down. You've got to have bankroll management down. You've got to know your trading systems, exit entry, stop loss. You've got to know, uh, you know, how much are you willing to lose? How much are you you willing to make? That's all part of risk management, but, um, and time horizons is a big one as well. Are you in this for five years, 10 years, the rest of your life, you know, what's going on? In your head, as far as expectations in that department, what are your goals? Um, yeah, I don't know. I in, I feel like, seriously, like only recently I'm like, okay, this is this is what trading actually is. You know, it's not just like riding a bull market. It's trying to make money on both sides of every type of market, any type of chart, you know, any type <laughs> of situation. Um, yeah. Knowing knowing when not to trade, knowing when to sit on your hands. Um, all this stuff like sounds easy because it's like one sentence but man it it takes so much discipline to figure out yourself more than anything which i thought was the biggest piece of bullshit somebody would would tell me when i first started they're they're like it's all about psychology and emotions i'm like yeah whatever but man is that is that true as ever i don't know about you um ledger or you guys but
0: um, yeah Josh, we never call each other or by our handles, except for if we're on some other show, like people don't know our names are Brian or Josh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, I, it's really hard to know when is a bull market going to be over? How long will this last? Should I fade this pump? Uh, are we in a bear market? It's really hard to figure those things out. And if you look historically in Bitcoin and, and other stuff, and Bitcoin acts pretty different than other markets because when Bitcoin goes down in the past, you know, couple of large bear markets, it's like it goes down 80%, you know, Um, whereas in the in the stock market, for instance, a large bear market could be 30 or 40%. um, Definition of a bear market is like 20%. Well, we can go down 20% in a day and a half. Um, So knowing when like, okay, I need to go to the sidelines and, you know, preserve capital versus buy the dip. it really takes a lot of experience in the market that's hard to just see on a chart versus living it live um so a lot of people in the 2017 bull market i've i've talked to tons of people where i've tried to leech their experiences you know like what happened last time that i should try to learn from for this time one of the things i learned is a lot of people were like piecing out at 3k 4k 5k because it was two, three, four, five five times more than the prior all time high. And nobody like almost nobody predicted 20k. You know what I mean? Um, and the difference between 10 and 20k a 2x but it's $10,000 per Bitcoin for people whose cost basis was under $1,000. You know, so it's like a huge difference. Right. Um, so now I'm like trying to figure out how do I sit on my hands uh, and but at the same time do my best to realize some of these profits along the way and be responsible and you know manage capital in a smart way. How do I have a BTC basis like a bunch of you were talking about in the last episode? You know you go to alt sometimes and it's just like all of a sudden even though the altcoin didn't really like die, it didn't go up <laughs> that whole time right. that Bitcoin was mooning and now you have like. 0.2 Bitcoin instead of one Bitcoin that you invested in that altcoin or whatever your you know your position sizing is and it's like that's depressing. Um, so how do you how do you manage all that and how do you deal with it and it's something that evolves over time. Um, but one of the things I do know and you know right now is an evidence of that is sometimes a mass uh, a, a massive percentage of those gains can occur in a very short period of time. You know like <laughs> alt season uh, could be. A month or it could be like two weeks that everything goes crazy uh, and if you capitulate just in time for those after maintaining exposure and all for a long time then you could just really be salty about it um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> sorry I, i'm sorry some <laughs>
0: something um, in my throat <laughs> and vice versa on that if you uh you know if you if you don't hold out for like the last pushes of the bull market it could you know, Bitcoin, it's like, oh, yeah, if when it breaks 10k, it's probably going to go test 20k. And here we are at almost 30k. It went, it goes beyond our expectations frequently. Um, And how to sit on your hands long enough to take advantage of that as much as you can, you'll never play it perfectly. But how to take advantage of that as much as you can so that you can make a difference for your your investing life and for your family. It's hard, it it takes a lot of effort and energy. to do so that's why you just never sell
3: that's right yeah that's right. HODL, there's a reason hodl is a meme there's a reason stack sets is a meme like you might not like it or agree with it but it's for situations like now that that exists in the first place you know um for people who sold sold way too early in uh 2017 you know the s- same story you know i was one of those people i sold a bunch at uh 3k pay some student loans off but um here we are, right? And I think influencing the, the bull market now is stuff that people talked about in 2013 and continue to talk about all through the years that I just myself politically just didn't agree with um, that is suddenly coming to fruition, like all this money being printed, uh, the world sort of slowly dematerializing in various ways and corona and all this other stuff going on. Um, I was never a prepper. I'm not like libertarian. I'm none of that stuff. Like I don't fit the the typical bitcoiner persona at all. Uh, but all of a sudden, it's like, wow, am I glad that I'm here? <laughs> not that the, not that I think those people are right or wrong. God, just, Twitter uh, must
1: annoy the shit out of you. <laughs> it, it, it does. It does.
3: Um, but it's uh, so. What you know? You you're asking what what do I think is or what do we think is fueling all this? And uh, I think that is one of the biggest things, all the money money printing that's going on right now. You know, money, people that have a lot of money need to put it somewhere right now to sort of save their their purchasing power and in the moment bitcoin is one of those things uh collectibles is one of those things if pokemon cards are going nuts uh yeah
1: sure baby let's talk collectibles <laughs> all about that that's my <laughs> jam sure you,
0: is you that. doing the tiger woods rookie cards
1: yeah man uh, dude those things exploded overnight i bought five last week for 400 500 bucks each they're at 14 they're just sold for 1400 a pop yesterday in like five days i could i'm like oh i'll hold on to these till the masters and they'll go up they'll go up like that and nope just uh five days it was it's pretty awesome i don't even have them in the mail yet and they're already 3x what i bought them
0: yeah i think we're seeing evidence all over the place that the one thing people don't really want to be in is fiat currencies of any sort like i say the dollar but you know chamber in canada uh the canadian dollar just got waxed over a long period of time versus the dollar that we know and don't love the true dollar Uh, yeah the true dollar and true usd yeah and usd (laughs) is getting um getting smoked too um relative to hard assets so the 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 us dollar is the um you know the prettiest fiat currency out of an ugly bunch and people in areas where their fiat currency was greatly devalued earlier than the us dollar they kind of understand this hard asset concept and the value of bitcoin um and the degree of uh, wealth preservation that bitcoin can provide and other stuff too like the stock markets continued to moon despite the real economy being garbage and all that um but we're seeing it more and more with the regular dollar like josh and i look at the dxy which is the dixie dollar index uh every week because we're seeing it melt down and another thing that josh and i have paid attention to now for a long time is in the short history of Bitcoin, the dollar index has helped mark Bitcoin tops and bottoms. Like we're tracking this, so it is a macro asset. But now the macro traders of the world—you know, all your big funds and you know all these billionaires and companies and all these people talking about Bitcoin um, being a part of their portfolio now—they are—they're uh, starting to wake up to that. That it's a macro asset, and if it becomes a true, proper macro asset, and that's what it's doing. Then Bitcoin's way too small because it's like five percent of the gold market. What if it becomes twenty-five percent of the gold market without gold going up? Well, that requires Bitcoin going up five times from what it is. What if the Bitcoin uh, gold market grows too? <laughs> you know, then it's even more. Like we could see a ten x in Bitcoin by capturing a quarter of the gold market. Um, that wow. would be pretty stunning.
1: We, we were, I mean, Chamber, you were talking about that the other day. You said you were having that conversation with your dad, right? Yeah,
2: exactly the same thing. You know, we were talking. He, he, he's finally in the green after buying Bitcoin in December of 2017, along with me. But uh, that's a,
1: that's a true hodl. I mean,
2: he he did it, I think, out of sheer ignorance because I don't think he knew how to get rid of it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> cool. I think he lost he lost his uh, he lost his seed phrase for a while. Uh, ended up finding it like months later and like installing it on a on a new computer. Um, but he has been calling me, uh, I would say three times a week over the past month and just saying, Hey, this is what it's worth now. You know, when, (laughs) when can we sell it? I'm like, don't sell it. You fucking dim, you, you know, it's, this is not for right now. Uh, we we've just, you've just got into the green and he's so used to his, you know, stocks and mutual funds and all that fun stuff. Um, he's you know used to those small gains here and there I'm like no no this is this is we're still not at the top of of the next bull run I don't know where that's gonna be but I'll let you know uh, when you know once I see Nye come back you know rapping about uh <laughs> rapping up a Bitcoin or something uh, we'll know it's the top again uh, but yeah no it's it's he's losing his mind and that's what I told him I said you got to look at who's buying it now like you said you know these these are it's not the retail investors of 2017 that are buying now. These are you know billionaires in some cases the sailor
1: bull bull, bull. You know man
2: oh, sailor bull gosh. bull bull um, Unfortunately, uh, that's a thing, but I, and I Said the same thing I said, what's the market cap for gold right now? And he pulled it up and I said, you know Here's the Bitcoin market cap. And you know, what if it was half I I didn't even say 25% I said what if it was 50% and we started doing some quick math And like you said, like, what if the market cap for gold goes up and it's still 50%, you know, where could it be? Um, And, you know, his eyes kind of lit up. Uh, But yeah, he, you know, people are just starting to scratch the surface on this type of asset um, compared to what they're used to, you know, dealing with.
3: Yeah, I think there's no doubt based on, there's two things that I've I've no doubt in right now. Talking about predictions, we'll... we'll this is, We'll put it right here. This isn't gonna be like the 33K thing based on one indicator, which blew up. Maybe to my own, for my own devices. I don't know. Uh, it's still crazy that that became a thing. But um, it's anyway. kind of
1: the best thing, though. Like, do you hate it, or are you like totally over it, or you're like, man, that was that was fun? I don't hate <laughs> it.
3: I don't hate it at all. I think it's hilarious. But some people take it super seriously and are bitter about it. But um, no, I don't hate it.
1: Uh, so two Chamber, things. You should you should just make a prediction like that. Change your <laughs> change your uh, Twitter ch- change your Twitter handle to it and uh, see if it takes as much traction as Josh's.
2: Something tells me it probably won't.
3: Well, I think people people were upset because um, they saw it as like some sort of bullish hopium that didn't come to come to pass or whatever, and then they were also upset that probably because I kept like adding it in uh, in tweets and
0: stuff. Uh, <laughs> well, it uh, was a point on a. On a chart, and he was like, if it fails, then this is when we would know it fails. And then it just stuck around, like on the bottom end of this pitchfork thing for months and months until it was very unlikely, but still within the realm of the framework he put forth. And people didn't take that as what it was. You know, they took it as a pr- like, this is my prediction of what well, I Right. It, it wasn't it a pie in the sky
2: call. It was, this is based on what I'm looking at. Yeah. You know, this is, possible. this could be, a this could be an outcome.
0: What I found funny about that the thirty three k by July thing since then is, look at how fast we tripled from ten k now, and it's like, it we just did this we tr- we literally tripled in one quarter, <laughs> you know, yeah. so for people to have said it was impossible where their ignorance is shown in a market like we see today, um, and did
2: I did I see like yesterday or today that the mar- the, the all of the crypto market cap is at all time high right now or did i yeah really that hit that?
0: for that hit before the all-time high it's probably true
2: yeah wow that's crazy
0: but i mean that's it's
3: anytime you're talking about all of crypto you got to really look at it with a grain of salt like what does that really mean right. are we talking about all yeah. projects with a pulse or are we talking about projects with a minimum
1: oh i i've heard about this because this was uh Shh. this was what chamber was regurgitating <laughs> from your show the other day i mean, was? <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's fine I no, just,
2: I, I gave it full credit. I said, I as I was bit. listening to the Ledger cast.
0: Yeah, you're talking uh, about zombie coins.
2: They were, Yeah, exactly. I even used your word. I said, you know, they use the term zombie coin. Um, and I think we were talking about Bitcoin dominance, how it could yeah. technically be a little bit higher yeah, than where it sure. is right now. For
3: sure. Uh, I mean, Ripple's on... in
1: there, right? And Ripple's getting right. waxed, as Ledger would <laughs> hey, say. Ripple's up 8% today. Let's... <laughs>
0: Um, Yeah, but I'm no longer short. So I don't care. Uh, I wrote a blog post in August 2019 about zombie tokens. And I, I I don't, I didn't coin the concept. But I think I coined it in the sense of the way the role it plays in Bitcoin dominance. Um, Because the liquidity profile that exists in crypto is kind of unique, you know, like, there's lots of stuff where there's tokens, they trade, but they don't really exist, you know uh whereas legacy markets they very surely have um you know, like zombie companies where they're still there but they they should be bankrupt but they're floated for a variety of reasons or whatever um but in ours like you know some token could be worth a dollar and there could they could there could be a billion of those tokens so it's like okay well it's a billion dollar cap but in reality no one could sell 10 million dollars worth even you know so like that whole market cap is garbage so there's been a push to say okay well let's do a uh, a market cap based on the liquidity profile of each asset so how much can you sell without you know and and only move the price say 10 percent and maybe that's the actual market cap and in that case bitcoin dominance is way higher than it even is but that's what makes what we have currently incredible bitcoin dominance at 71 because given the number of zombie tokens that you can't actually sell say five percent of the supply then the current bitcoin dominance is amazing (laughs) like it's very bitcoin is extraordinarily dominant considering that we're more tokens all the time low liquidity on all of them if we go up to like 80 which we could we are about to break the high from uh september 2019 uh if we break that high and you know we do ta on 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 bitcoin dominance it could go to like 80 85 uh percent which is wow. insane like that's that I is puke. altcoin damnation like oh. total wreckage
2: I just Chamber, what is what is that, how does
1: that make you feel because <laughs> just of,
2: off <laughs> the last 24 hours i have been pivoting for q1 wow um uh, and, and i i did some restructuring over the over the past 24 <laughs> hours and what Brian just said uh, just really put a pit in my stomach. Uh, well, I-, I
0: think you are. I think you are making a pretty decent bet. I don't disagree with it for a short period of time, but I don't know if it's something that I am going to be able to be confident in, like holding altcoins for a significant period of time at all during twenty twenty one because we're seeing this. You know, like if our thesis earlier about gold is true, re- the relative market cap of Bitcoin just having to play catch up. If it's going to be a real asset in that space um then bitcoin's got to go up a lot and do we really think our 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 various altcoins are going to be able to keep up because none of them have that macro argument right um so the periods of altcoin bullishness i think will be short extreme potentially very profitable um but not last very long is my guess and we may see dominance last for quite a while but I think you're right. In the short term, there could be some serious fund rotation from, you know, people that don't want to take profit on Bitcoin right now, but will as January hits or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if I'd be willing to do that for like three months. You know what I mean? Buckle
2: up. Buckle Cause, up. Because, uh, you know, if, if you see me DM you, you should probably answer because I'll probably be in a bad spot. Uh I, I, I'm going to need you to talk me through some stuff.
0: But. Man, I mean, I moved, I mean, I I, I made a lot of money in the uh, a relative um for, you know, just for myself just a, a retail trader. Yeah. I made a lot of money like with this DeFi summer stuff because the DeFi stuff was um there were huge opportunities and I was late, but still early compared to the masses. So I kind of caught the last legs. I was late compared to like DeFi native people. Um, so I made good money. I moved a lot of that as Bitcoin, you know, Bitcoin dinked around nine to 10 K, uh, for quite a bit this year. Uh, let's see from, I mean, honestly, from like April through October, Bitcoin, you know, went up 20 or 30%. So like after it recovered, uh, from March, there was, it went up 40% but it was over however many months that's a lot of months <laughs> so that whole time defi stuff blew up right the while bitcoin did sideways so if you can find out when is bitcoin going to do sideways stuff and then go play in those other other sandboxes there's a lot of opportunity um and at the end of that i was preparing for this bitcoin breakup and I moved almost everything to Bitcoin and still it was not enough. <laughs> you know, it's like crazy. the stuff I kept in the altcoin sandbox to go play with, if I would have just put it in Bitcoin, it would have been way, I would have been way more profitable because Bitcoin just rampaged over everything. There was no reason ever to buy any of those altcoins because Bitcoin almost always performed better and has uh, since October 7th when it broke up. Um, and that's what bitcoin does bitcoin's the king and you got to respect it and when it's time for bitcoin to run hard you have to be very willing to stay in bitcoin bunchu talked about the lessons from that himself on the pain side of it you know big pain big pain (laughs) uh (laughs) you want to um
2: you want to start uh yeah you know let's let's get all
1: right so we are going to get into some predictions for 2021 what's your prediction for the fight then Prediction? Yes, prediction. Pain. Uh, I'm just straight up not going to participate. I have a feeling Chamber will want to participate here. Uh, I'm just going to be the moderator. Listen Uh, here.
2: I put your name down on my little notepad here. That means, yeah. you're, that means you're predicting, okay?
1: All right. Well, I was just thinking in this in the sense of for the sake of time, I could do it on our
0: own uh, show. But I'll, all right. We'll, we'll all go. Yeah, we well, won't we'll right. take Look, weeks. this has to be the longest show of the year because it's the last show of the year. That's, That's very right.
1: true. We're actually streaming till midnight. Kiss your loved ones now because <laughs> <laughs> here, here we go. Um, all right. So we are going to do some predictions for 2021. We're going to get uh, – What do we got on the docket here at Chamber? What are we predicting?
2: So what we're going to do is we're going to uh, – presidential
1: uh, election results
2: yeah exactly they're still <laughs> up in the air here
1: um
2: no we're going to do a uh, year-end price for bitcoin we're going to do a year-end price for uh ethereum we're going to do total market cap year-end uh we're going to do total altcoins uh based on the current uh, you'll have to bring
1: up uh, what we have you mean like altcoin dominance is that where no we're saying the, how the many number, altcoins will be number
2: creating?
0: of
1: altcoins correct
2: sheer number of okay. altcoins And then best performing altcoin.
1: Okay. Best performing altcoin in a leading role. Yeah, correct. Okay best male and female performing altcoin um, all right so here we go let's start with I, I'm gonna start with Josh here so and we'll go we'll go in the reverse order we'll give uh you know BTC we'll wait for the last one here uh build oh, some suspense build some suspense so let's do what is your prediction for the best performing altcoin of 2021 we'll go josh Brian chamber and then I'll go I'll, I'll bring up the rear
3: Really put me on
1: the spot, huh? Yeah, I mean, look, I can't even tell you the name of any altcoins at this point. After
2: talking to Brian, I think they're all going to shit now. Well, <laughs> the
1: best, the best performing uh, this
3: year was it Ave or was it Link? Oh it, man! Because oh, Ave was ten thousand percent from what I last saw. Um, wow! I don't think the best performing alt of next year even exists yet. How about That's that? That's a good point.
1: Ooh, okay. uh, I think
2: you've got to
0: pick one from, like, the top 100 or something.
2: Exactly. Let's do, like, the top 20. Best performer of the top 20.
0: Uh, the top 20. Jeez. I mean, my bags want me
3: to say Tezos, but I'm not so oh, sure. <laughs> and so, did you, can so I, do uh, Brian's fade, DMs. Can I fade that
0: call? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd like to yes. fade that call. All right. Um, so
1: let's put. Let's have Josh dialed in with Tezos. Oh, no, no. Okay. I'll, I'll scratch that. I'm going to
3: dial in with Monero. Monero Ooh, is my dial in. Just bought a bag of that
2: yesterday. Uh-oh, watch out.
0: <laughs> it's, see, uh, this is crazy. I think we're going to see massive rotation in the top 20. I'm looking at a list right now, and it's like a bunch of DeFi stuff's not even in the top 20 yet, and I think the top 20 will be made mostly of DeFi stuff. Interesting.
2: This
3: um, is
0: interesting. So you're saying I should buy a DeFi
3: index is what I should do?
0: Yeah, if you're going to have altcoin exposure, I don't think it's a
3: bad call at all. I, I I agree with that. Uh, I still like DeFi. I don't like like DeFi. I like it from making money perspective. I think it's all risky, complete garbage. Uh, what is it? Uh, speculation fuel that sort of thing. It all just is all just a, a cycle that fuels itself. Like uh, I don't want to use the term circle jerk, you know, but you, you but can you on this show.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not one to I throw mean... the term circle jerk around a lot. <laughs>
0: I think of it this way is like right now EOS is number 16 and um, Tezos is number 22 and I think both will be usurped by some of the stuff that's defi native like NEO is larger than synthetics like that makes no sense
2: That doesn't make any sense you're but right But but what in the
3: top 20 wow but in the top twenty, uh,
0: or the, even in the I top have, forty, I want to reject the top twenty and see if we can do like t- just do top. 50 okay, fine. Let me finish my point. Sure.
3: Top. Okay. Let's go top forty. You know what in that list is even worth holding? BTC, ETH, maybe LTC, maybe Link. Yeah, but XMR. we're about best performing. Too. I know. I know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If I scroll down this list,
0: there's yeah. not a lot of stuff here that I like. The, the retail folks are not gonna freaking buy a bitcoin they can't it's like worth more than their brand new car mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like it'll be worth more than their house by and it takes a long
1: time for people to realize the fraction of a bitcoin thing like yeah they want a it whole takes thing new people a long time for i hear
3: you to but they're still it. buying it you know we're doing the bernie sanders style thing we're we're putting in 20
0: dollars here and there on cash app right like uh, that's how i do DCAing every day they're dcaing <laughs> until they get 0.01 bitcoin that's, that's
1: fine <laughs> me, baby that's fine <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I'll take
3: it. If we get 50 million people doing that, it's fine, you know. Um, All right, so
0: are you going to answer the question?
3: Yeah, I said uh I said XMR is my favorite XMR, of it. but best performing? I don't know, some shit-shaker DeFi garbage probably. Like you're right. It just just some speculative pre-mine nonsense. Um
0: I'll yeah. take that
2: as an answer. If Okay. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna, say, I'm gonna make a real. I'm gonna make an actual call, and I'm gonna say uh, Uni, the Uniswap token. Ooh. Oh, I was
1: gonna. Uh, when you said DeFi, I was looking, and I'm like, that's sitting there at like 30 uh, on the rank, or yeah, 30 on the rankings here on CoinGecko, and I had a feeling you might pick that. If you I mean it's a
0: billion dollars, and I think it could 10x easily with retail hype as people. Um, realize that that reduces the barriers of who can trade, how they can trade, what they can trade, like the the regulatory restrictions that show up for Americans could be pretty severe. So my bet has been for a bit that um, some of these that have already performed really well will perform, it's going to be it's going to look like Ethereum did when it went to 10 bucks or 100 bucks, you know, like it mooned from 10 cents to 10 bucks, but then it went to 1400 and i think a couple of these defi big big players in defi in in my opinion uni is probably the most important and they're gonna they're gonna do something crazy you know we're gonna see like uni at a hundred dollars or something and worth 20 billion bucks Uh, something crazy like that um i won't catch most of that i sold it today i sold it you know i sold it for like a 20% 20% gain or whatever. But I do think we're gonna see some stuff like that despite them already going nuts. I had synthetics before it was called synthetics, from the pr- time of its ICO. And I sold it when it pumped in April, 2019. And then it went like a hundred X after that. If I would have yeah. like every Ethereum that, uh, that you spent on it would be worth like $15,000 today. But I oh did God. not get that. <laughs> uh, it's, ve- it's very hard to hold those types of pumps, but they will exist.
1: All right, Chamber, you're up. I dude, I don't I don't know. It's here. funny
2: they picked the two that I was kind of looking at as well. Um
1: I'm gonna I'm well, gonna go I ha- saw you tweeting about XMR the other day, so uh, I can t- give you some credit there for sure.
2: Um I I'm also gonna go with XMR. I think it's I I think it's pretty undervalued. I, I still think it's like a top five. Like when you look at the entire crypto space, it just brings it has so much more value than a lot of these other things. Um, so I'm going to go XMR as well.
1: All right. Well, you know, I can't leave Brian sitting here all by himself with uni. I'll go with uni.
0: Oh, so we're teaming up. too. Yeah, versus we just two.
1: teamed up here. The lines have been drawn. Unplanned, but we're, we're now a team. So yeah,
0: the, the problem with XMR
3: is it's not really listed anywhere for regulatory reasons because the privacy is so good. Right. And if you put it on ETH, if you make it a ERC-20, you know, wrapped XMR, I'm pretty sure that destroys the the uh, privacy capabilities.
0: Uh, not if there's a, a bridge that maintains the privacy back to the main XMR chain, which I think that's what would make it moon. Um, and that helps both of these calls actually, because if you have WXMR, and then you can have a bridge that maintains privacy, then you create a easy trading mechanism. And then regulators are gonna be like, uh, uh, timeout <laughs> <You know, like, laughs> <laughs> wait we have billions of dollars running through xmr now this is very scary and then they're both going to become illegal and here's another interesting thought
3: talking about uh, regulatory stuff and the coinbase ipo coming in 2021 sometime uh do you think uni the token is going to be worth more than the ipo is that even possible no not possible
0: i think i think coinbase Uh, I agree with some people that have made calls where Coinbase could be worth 50 billion pretty quickly, uh, which is gonna be an incredible payday for people that I don't like. (laughs) Uh, And then it could probably go to 100 billion. Um, But I think they were clever to do their filing when they did because they will come in with max hype. And by the time people figure out, they don't really need Coinbase anymore because you can better, DCA using cash app or whatever, it won't matter, you know, like they'll make their money. Right. So to me, like
3: Uniswap, as much as I hate everything to do with it, it has more utility and purpose than Coinbase does at this point in time. It doesn't have the on-ramping capabilities that Coinbase has. It doesn't have the institutional parts. I don't think.
0: Yeah. There'll be a lot of things that need to get fixed. Like one of the things I think will need to get fixed is you'll need to be able to download a Uniswap phone app and your custody is just a thing that happens. But, you know, like the way you do now where you're on a desktop, you're doing MetaMask, and it's just this dance, all that needs to get thrown in the background by the the company that, you know, puts an app forward that represents Uniswap. Um, but that's, that's what takes it into GigaMoon territory. Interesting.
1: Uh- yeah. Uh, all right. I, I like both of these now, they, and they they actually play on each other pretty well based on that conversation. So, all right, what was next on the docket, Chamber? We've all got, right. Uh, so
2: currently we have uh, six thousand ninety six coins listed in the crypto market. Um, this is
1: according to CoinGecko, which, according, which will be our our metric for.
2: Yeah, we'll use uh, CoinGecko. You know, twelve months from now, um, we'll start. Br- we'll start with uh, Josh. Josh, where is that number going to be? in 12 months from now. We're at 6,096.
3: I mean, hopefully it's less than 1,000, but that's probably not gonna happen. Um, it's probably <laughs> gonna be, honestly, it's probably gonna be 12,000, because there's gonna be some new paradigm bullshit that comes out like DeFi, that, uh, you know, algorithmic stable coins, I don't know, some some something that's gonna make everybody rich, right? Um, Can't wait for it. That's gonna add to that list, most certainly. I don't think that list is ever gonna go get smaller, uh, unless there's a massive regulatory clampdown in the US, which is possible, but I doubt.
2: Brian, what about you?
0: I think this is a human capital thing because there's already a ton of coins that want to be on CoinGecko that just can't.
2: Mm, So if
0: they approve 40 per day (laughs) times 365 (laughs) days, that's 14,000, so I'm going 20K. 20, oh, 20, man. 20,000 coins on CoinGecko. Wow. Almost all of which will be zombies, but that's 40 per day. I think that's doable for the handful of humans that probably process that stuff.
2: I love it. All right, yeah. I'm going right, to go, go... what do you got? 20,000 seems like a, a bit rich. You um, could go
0: 20,001.
2: One, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Price is right style.
2: Uh, I'm going to go... I'm going to say 12,000 feels right. Maybe a bit more. I'm going to say I'm going to say 14,000.
1: All right, I'm going I'm going the lowest here for sure. <laughs> um, my my thought is all right, in the last this this number was probably 1500 3 years ago, 2 years ago. I, I just don't know if it's going that parabolic. I'm going with 9,000. Mm. That's my guess. All right. So we
3: all set we set up and not down, except yeah, definitely yes.
1: not down. Uh- Number yes, go up. I don't. I don't see it going down. And well, mostly, mostly, I don't think they're just gonna.
0: They just don't delist stuff. Yeah, you know, like, exactly. Just delist these, right?
1: <laughs> like, I don't think so. Now, the number of you know, like quote unquote, zombie tokens is probably going to be way up there. So, yeah. if you if you netted them out, it may go down. But uh, I don't think they're going to delist uh, most of them. I, I wouldn't say. Um, all right. Next, we're going with Ethereum. So what is your year-end 2021? So uh, a year from today, a uh, year and, uh, I guess, eight hours from today, what is the price of Ethereum? Oh, wait, sorry. Oh, dang, I missed one. We'll do a market cap. Let's do market cap first.
2: Yeah, so currently the market cap is sitting at $775 billion. Is that? Fuck, that's a lot of money. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had to look at it wait again. Like, that can't be right. uh, yeah, $775 billion. Uh, where, uh, Josh, we'll start with you. Where is that going to end up uh, this time next year?
3: Well, my, uh, I don't think I said my BTC prediction. Yeah, I? this is going to be
0: impacted bigly by our BTC predictions. Correct. So if. Don't spoil s- that, uh, Josh. You got to.
2: Yeah, you got to save that for the end. Uh, well, I, the math
3: is based on the the BTC price, you know, it, mm-hmm. because you if you're looking at the ETH BTC ratio and you're thinking, this is probably going to stay between 0.25 and 0.5, then there's your range for your price target. So I'm going with uh, 2,500 to 5,000
0: uh, for ETH as far as the price target. Oh, he's answering the wrong question.
1: No, that's okay. <laughs> we'll do, let's do the ETH one.
0: <laughs>
1: so sorry right, so, you said for ETH
2: you're going between what 2500 and 5000 yeah no, I gotta pick a number that's that's too much of a range
3: But yeah, yeah uh, okay what's halfway <laughs> in between that then 40 41 <laughs> I don't know whatever that is
1: we'll call it 41 sure 4100 for ETH okay awesome uh, Brian you're up
0: uh, I'm definitely going to be higher than that Wow. Um I'm just picking out some fibs here.
1: <laughs> Holy crap, you guys are making me What number did you say, Josh? Forty
0: one hundred. Uh I'm going with five thousand nine hundred and eighteen dollars. Five thousand nine hundred and what? Eighteen dollars. Wow.
1: It's
2: specific.
0: It's okay. the four point six one eight fib. Which is dumb, but that's a 7X <laughs> from here. Shit. These
2: that's are for the numbers. top. That's for the top. That's not, for the top. Not, that's
1: not, okay. a, that's yeah. a. That's an 8X. I just uh, I just did that. That's an 8X,
0: isn't it? Yeah, whatever. It's a lot. So
1: So what you're saying then, oh, well, I, I guess maybe not. Let's wait to see what the BTC number is. Holy cow. All right, that's Chamber, right. you go. So I'm going to go a little higher because –
2: I was the highest last year, and I I came close. And it paid off. Uh, I'm going to say, you know what? Let's have some fun. I'm going to go
1: $6,900 per Ethereum. Oh, God. You guys are making me want to FOMO
0: all-in. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow. Bungie's like, I'm selling my house. Yeah, right. <laughs> it I'm pretty sure you get a second there.
2: mortgage right now. Honey, what
0: did I do? Honey, look at this double wide I just got for $5,000 yeah. used. <laughs> it was manufactured in 1975. It's going to be great. It's got new carpets that were installed Honey. in 1999.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Honey, the baby can go in this uh, pull out uh, pull out shower. That'll be perfect. <laughs> um, all right, I get oh, wow. I feel inadequate with my guess now. I think I'm gonna have to up it. Let's go. I'm gonna go somewhere. I think more around Josh's answer. I'm gonna say four thousand even. So I'll I'll prices right him a little bit. I was.
2: I'm curious to know what that number would have been uh, had Josh and Brian H- had
1: up they range. not said anything. Yeah. Way lower,
2: <laughs>
1: eighty-seven
2: dollars. <laughs> okay. Uh, 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 let's get mark. Yeah, let's get market cap altogether because they kind of they're predicated on one another. So let's just go right to Bitcoin. Okay. Uh, what, what do
3: I think Ethereum is worth? Zero dollars, but it's going to trade. <laughs>
0: and for what it's worth my estimate was about twice what i feel like should be the type of price exploration high that we should find like if bitcoin if if ethereum makes an all-time high 3k makes a lot of sense to me but twice that is (laughs) therefore where i would guess it goes because that happens very quickly right that last yep that euphoric bit but 3K makes a lot of sense to me. If it makes a new high over 1,400, doubling makes it's perfectly reasonable. Interesting.
1: All right. So, what do we got for Bitcoin price prediction, Josh? All right. You're not gonna like
3: this because <laughs> <laughs> it's an if this then that. It's a decision tree thing. If we break 35K next year, okay, which seems very reasonable right now. But if we break it next year, I think we'll see six figures by the end of the year. I think a hundred thousand isn't crazy. <laughs> it isn't crazy.
2: Wow. Right. One hundred thousand dollars. All right.
3: I don't know if that'll be the year end price. Um, that might be the I might be calling the top as far as that's concerned. So. That's all right.
1: That's okay. Uh, <laughs> You're like, I'll, I'll, ha- ha- I'll, I'll be happy it. with that regardless.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Brian, what say you?
0: oh i've really re- just had a hard time with this i think this cycle is going to take two years though so calling my 2021 price i don't think it's all going to happen in one year uh i think the cycle is at least going to take two but for the for the one year version i think we're going to at one point spend at least three months just outright dumping and consolidating preparing for the next one so it's trying to time like what's our top going to be at you know once you're done with that I'm gonna go $66,000 for Bitcoin
2: okay um, so you're gonna have a $66,000 Bitcoin but a $5,900 Ethereum is that what you're saying? as a top that's alright that's okay um, I'm gonna go for my Bitcoin price I, things can happen so fast like w- when we were talking about even being over you know even being close to 20k you know even in the summertime was insane an hour almost at thirty thousand uh, I think I, I also think uh, six digits makes sense like a like a, it might be a wick might be like a blow off top but I'm gonna go ahead and say uh a hundred and forty thousand dollars
1: whoa <laughs>
0: holy cow i think for the cycle top it's higher wow like that's why i think it's going to take more than one year because i think this cycle is going to last two years and i think i I mean i think 200k is well within reason for this cycle as a whole
2: wow
1: Hmm. so i should just be 100x longing yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> All
2: in. <laughs> so,
0: the
1: title of the podcast? <laughs> so I should just be 100 X. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, the title of the
2: podcast is not smart decision in, in, in <laughs> cryptocurrency. I think
0: y'all are, we're hinting at something that I think will be the big mistake that people make though, is that, you know, they're like, okay, well, I'm just going to constantly leverage long because we're going to 100K or 200K. But what it, if this takes a lot longer than it has before? It like,
2: blows my mind how many people are are in leveraged positions, yeah, like, like constant, it, constantly constantly leveraged
0: despite how far we are from the mean, where we could have a cycle that takes years of a bull market, but as soon as it tops, people will be like, okay, well now we'll go down eighty percent. I don't think that has to be the case at all, you know like
2: do you think do you think less people are leveraged now than they were say in 2017,
0: 2018? Oh, no, 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 way, way more. more. You know, even with what happened le- with
2: like uh, you know bitmex and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, the default leverage on Binance is 20x. I found out <laughs> recently. And wow. Binance is where people are trading. And people typically just throw a position on with default leverage. So we're constantly going to have these 5% dumps purely to wash out all these Binance traders. Bananas. Like Bitcoins are going to go from retail to institutional hands over time. And if it has to take two or three years in a bull, of a bull market, that's okay with them.
1: Wow. All right. Bunch, where you yeah. at? Uh well I I don't know. I think I'm going to split the difference between Brian and Josh uh a little bit. So I'm going to I'll I'll go with 75,000 mm. which is uh which is very bullish for me. <laughs> but I just don't like I don't see it stopping. Like we thought I thought okay, 20 grand would be then you'd get a pullback. And we really did we didn't. We got like, you know, sixteen five ish but I don't know. I think it's it just doesn't. It feels. I, I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say it. It feels different. It does. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Feels different. Uh, I don't. I don't. I can't. I can't. This podcast was very bad for me because I was at peace with my non. You know, with with what I'm holding, and now after hearing this, I'm not at all. So, um, uh,
0: my. You were talking about my ETH BTC ratio. Yeah. It, at, at tops, if both of those tops occur at the same time, um, that would be about a 0.1 ratio for eth, which would be basically an all-time Well-time high on yeah. on the, BT, the eth BTC pair.:
1: That would be right. so one. that's what I was going to say before is basically what you were saying is if both of those things play out, eth is the better return potentially.
0: I think it'll probably have some like month-long period where it just outperforms very, very strongly um but it's not the type i I still would hold bitcoin over eth for the most part um
3: yeah i mean my problem with eth is inflation is still four percent which is lower than most everything but it's not lower than monero it's not lower than btc so
0: but eth will probably be going to a deflationary model within two years as proof of work ends and proof of stake is the only method and eth will be leaving the ecosystem like leaving the liquidity profile at least over the uh, after the next couple years um i don't know if all that will happen so something i learned 2021 is the year of the ox in china so uh ox 0x Nothing Whoa. like a good Asian FOMO on wow. like Ethereum.
1: Wow, and that's a that's an old school pull from you. Uh, you've been talking. You guys have been talking zero
0: X for for a very long time. No, 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 But Ethereum addresses start with zero X. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but also zero X. Uh, I don't know what it'll do, but maybe it'll it, maybe it'll get some Chinese FOMO. That'd be fun.
1: That would be That'd be terrific. Actually, that's a good point. All right, so we we've got the predictions. We've got you know we're we're running a little long, but this is the best. Uh, this is the best segment we got. So let's let's get into a little fun and games. We are going to play the newly wrecked game.
2: Wrecked. Correct.
1: Uh, Chamber, you want to describe how this works for anybody who hasn't heard before? So
2: I uh, messaged both Brian and Josh uh, independently and had them uh, answer some questions. I have a list of 10 questions. Uh, they were prompt and, and sent me back their answers. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to see how well Josh and Brian know each other. Uh, <laughs> we're going to ask Josh Brian's uh, for Brian's answers and we're going to ask Brian for Josh's answers. And uh, and see how many they get right out of ten. Um, yeah, You're gonna keep score. So, uh, do you want to? Uh, do, I sent you the. Uh, I sent you the answers. Do you want to? Do you want to start yeah, with the first one? Yeah, I ones?
1: got it. Yep, I got it. You keep the score. So um, I'm gonna start with. I'm gonna start with Brian. So you are going to answer the first question. What is Josh's favorite altcoin? Monero. That is correct. <laughs> All right. Same question to you, Josh. <laughs>
3: Man, I don't know if he would have answered this. Seriously or sarcastic?
1: <laughs> well, I think you know him pretty well just based off of that.
0: Uh, hold on. You should give him the, what I said in parentheses as a hint.
1: Okay, so in the parentheses of this answer, he says, uh, I'm just talking about my bags,
0: TBH. <laughs> um, Tezos, I'll say Tezos. Oh, my God. <laughs>
1: We, dude. We're gonna, gonna drive say, a, a to wedge it. through the show chamber.
2: This was my uh, this is my master plan, by the way. I'm just trying to eliminate all of the crypto podcasts, so Ruck yeah. is the only one left on Spotify and uh, and Apple Podcasts. So, well, um, I don't know yeah. what
3: Brian's bags are because
0: he changes his stuff so
2: often. Oh wow
0: <laughs> wow! I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I just real. don't know.
2: Excellent. the uh, The
0: bag that all of y'all need to buy uh, is a DeFi project called Rook. A.K.A. Keeper Dal. It's very illiquid, so pump my bags. <laughs> I've seen you talking about Rook on I'll tour, buy some
2: Rook. So. I'll buy some Rook for you today. Okay. You just, just to show right, solidarity. next area. question.
1: Uh, so, Brian, what would Josh answer as his favorite tv show he put a whole slew <laughs> of uh, of shows here so if you get any of them i'll count
2: them i think he literally put like 12 of them down uh I mean, yeah, they're, yeah. All, they're all really good shows <laughs>
3: this <laughs> is
0: where i feel like i'm gonna totally screw up because you
2: this is like a this is a gimme like you just need to
1: you name can throw one darts here like yeah. he,
0: he gave For, so many options <laughs> i know it's probably gonna be some sci-fi thing but i said west wing just because i thought it would be one it had a chance at least
3: West Wing? Uh, no. Why, who watches
0: West Wing? Old people. <laughs> <laughs> I should have said the the Expanse was going to be my number two. There you two. go. Yeah. That's on there you there. go. That's, that's on, 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 on the on list.
1: There. We'll give it to you. That's on there. We'll count. So, that. Uh, um, so
2: I, I don't know what the Expanse is. That actually was one of my follow up questions.
0: They're great right? books. I have the shows look good. Apparently, they are good according to people that watch uh, sci fi TV stuff. But where can I watch this Expanse? It's, it was on FX and now it's on Amazon.
1: Excellent. Okay. All right. Note to self. Josh has some good shows on here. Uh, uh, he put Chernobyl, True Detective, True Detective season one, oh, the Wire, Breaking game. Bad, Last Kingdom, Chernobyl, oh. Rick and Morty, Deadwood, Rome, uh, The Office, Venture Bros. Lots of lots of good stuff on here. Yeah. All right, Josh, what did what did Brian say is his favorite TV show? Which is hilarious based on what just happened here. Is
3: it The West Wing?
1: <laughs> it is. Yeah, you just totally <laughs> gave that to him. <laughs> I, I had to. I, it was too good. <laughs> for the record,
2: West Wing is fantastic. Uh, anything by Aaron Sorkin, I mean,
1: yeah. it's good,
0: right? How could you not like the West Wing? Yeah, it's fan- it's the best,
1: the, the the West best wing president is quote, of all unquote, time. The best Wing for old
0: people. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it invented the walk and talk. What, yeah. it, oh, what show the walk has, and talk. Wow. What show has better dialogue than the West Wing? Nothing. No.
2: Brian, you're <laughs> correct on this
0: one. Thank you.
1: All right, Brian. What did Josh say is his favorite non-crypto activity?
0: uh video games. Correct. Ding ding. I don't know ding. which ones, <laughs> but I know that they're video games.
1: Okay, uh, that was correct. So Josh, what did what did Brian say his favorite non-crypto activity was?
0: It's either like
3: working with his hands or <laughs> like <laughs> or like reading, like something boring. <laughs> like wow. There.
1: Wow, look wow. at YouTube. This I is think- great.
0: I think he deserves double points. <laughs>
1: he does. He put sedentary activity, reading, mostly fiction uh, via fantasy or sci-fi. And then he uh, the next answer he put was actual activity, leather work. Yeah, so gonna, that would, that give would qualify two, as something him, with his hands. We're
2: going to give him impressive. two points on that one.
1: That was really good. Look yeah. at you guys go. <laughs> My plan's uh, backfiring. <laughs> all right, Brian, what did Josh say his favorite karaoke song is?
0: Uh, I want it that way. By I had to look this up. Millennium.
2: <laughs> Millennium. All right. I'm the, pretty sure the, it's the Backstreet uh, Boys. <laughs>
1: the Wait, amount- is it Backstreet Boys? Yeah. Yes, it's the. Oh, okay. and the album is Millennium.
0: Oh, whatever. Backstreet Boys. Uh, the fact that I know that is... is <laughs> I was going
2: to say it's ooh bunch, but uh, thank you for uh, jumping on that grenade for me.
1: However, the <clears throat> um, the degree of confidence he had in that answer shakes me. The fact that he's wrong is even better. Uh, so Josh put Piano Man as his favorite. Oh, that's uh, a
0: pretty great guess, honestly. <laughs> it's wrong, but it's a great guess. <laughs> I wanted it that way by... Millennium.
1: <laughs> okay, Josh, what did what did Brian say just, his you... favorite karaoke song is? Um, he's got two listed here. If you get either, you. It's, you they is count. it some
3: like country song?
1: Wow, that's uh, very rude. <laughs>
2: oh, he's from Alabama, right? He must <laughs> that, listen to some r- country music.
1: I assume, right? <laughs> like they all do. <laughs> he goes, "Wow, Wait. that's very rude."
0: Do y'all hear this?
1: yeah <laughs> is this the new My
2: is this the new millennium song
0: fire, <laughs> yeah The one
2: gonna have to pay Desirely. how do you not like
0: this song josh
3: uh, i thought it was josh
2: singing there for a second was that
0: was that josh singing yeah that was josh <laughs> no, actually singing. I, I pulled it up on youtube oh, <laughs> oh, couldn't God.
2: tell the
1: difference that that was uh i mean that's a banger i, I would i'd rock that for karaoke. <laughs> bunch um, of backstreet boys fan Heck yeah, I'll, I'll, I can rock some karaoke, so I would definitely do that one. Um, all right, what, oh, we're giving we're going with the wrong answer on that one, right? He, yeah, he just yeah, said he got this some one, kind yeah. of country. Um, it, Brian put a whole new world, which I assume is from Aladdin, right?
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Or...
1: Or living on a prayer, if that one didn't count, uh, you got neither of them. But both of those, I would like to watch Brian sing.
0: <laughs> but Piano Man would have been—I mean, honestly, probably would have been my next one. But I'm still saying you got it wrong because I need to win this competition.
1: <laughs> um, all right, we have we're at question five. So, Brian, what did Josh say is his favorite drink?
0: I said vodka, cranberry, or something else terrible. <laughs> I mean,
1: depending depending on your feeling, this could be uh, th- this could be terrible to some. Uh, Josh went Josh went a beverage of the non alcoholic variety and put coffee.
0: Oh, I didn't even think about it as like a non alcoholic drink. Oh, I did. Mean, I totally it specify you, booze on I, I would have said coffee. <laughs> I know that for a fact. He like sends me links of coffee. Oh. This is why he's gonna get mine wrong too. By the way, because he's uh, gonna yeah, say yeah. coffee. Well, now that uh, I know wow, that that's you, what you would
2: think.
3: Now that I know you didn't say something uh, non-alcoholic, I'm gonna say like bourbon because that's what people in Alabama drink, right?
1: <laughs> I think we give this to him, right? I have well, no idea what, what this was this.
0: the written what was the written guess?
1: you wrote uh you wrote old fashioned
0: no, what was his written guess? His
1: written his no he oh
0: no, he's saying it now. he's saying saying I wrote mine down for him I see. yeah, I wrote, yeah, yeah, wrote old fashioned, so I think that should count.
1: Yeah, I what think that counts. Uh, I think that counts. All right, uh, number six. What would you say uh, Josh's most hated altcoin is? XRP. Josh said, what did he say? Um, <laughs> any pre-mine or ICO, we gotta give him that, right? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, so, yes. I think that counts. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, count, uh, what, did, what did Brian say, Josh? Uh,
3: let's see. Ripple? Oh. He did not.
1: Okay. He said BCH.
3: Oh, yeah. See, B-C-H. I don't even consider Ripple or BCH or BSV as, like, coins. So Coins. I don't even they classify don't them in my head as, like, those are things that <laughs> exist.
1: <laughs> <laughs> They're either uh, real. Chamber, what do we got for a score here? Uh,
2: I got f- uh, five points for Brian, four points for Josh.
3: Okay, I got to pick it up here.
1: Wow. Okay, so we are on question seven. So, Brian, what did Josh say his favorite exchange is
0: i said kraken i guess kraken for him
1: you are guessing kraken you remember you're saying these live
0: yeah yeah i'm sorry i wrote (laughs) them down so i my (laughs) answer is i did in advance i got you i see you so you
1: already thought this out that's right uh whereas he's probably on the fly um all right he, that is correct he actually did put kraken so you've you've given this a lot of pre-thought and it's paying off so far you've done paying well dividends um all right josh what did uh, what did uh, brian <laughs> say his favorite exchanges is? matcha is what i was say. wow nailed it look at that
0: well
2: done <laughs> this show is brought to you by matcha um uh,
0: <laughs> once, once again uh, t- n- uh not only do i trade there all the time but talking about bags there you go, perfect. All right,
1: we got uh, three questions left, Brian. What uh, what do you think Josh's favorite Twitter follow is?
0: I'm going with whale calls.
1: Damn it! How oh, did you know that? That's correct. That's not even a person.
3: That is correct. <laughs> okay. I was like, he's, I was like, there's no way he's gonna get this one.
1: <laughs> wow, that's impressive. I gotta say. All right, what did uh, Josh? What do you think Brian said?
3: I have no idea. Um,
1: (laughs) It's Uh,
2: obvious once you hear it, I think. I I didn't know either, and then I read his answer. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Is it me? (laughs) No.
0: (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Uh, No. It's actually hubris, though. Look at the hubris. Uh, (laughs) Is it me?
2: I like it. That Uh, would have been my answer.
1: (laughs) The actual answer is Niraj. Oh, Niraj. yeah. (laughs) Um, All right. So number nine. Brian, uh what did Josh say? Wait, hold on. What is the highest Bitcoin price it will hit in his lifetime?
0: One million dollars. All right, so He gave a range, Chamber- didn't he?
1: Chamber, you're going to have to score this one. The answer he wrote is infinity because yeah, I'm going to live forever. Uh, I thought he was
0: going to say Bitcoin <laughs> denominated or something like that.
1: That
2: was, that was my favorite answer out of all these. Um, <laughs> infinity because so I think Josh deserves a point just for that answer.
0: Uh, I don't think I get a point for that, but no. he did not answer the question. He didn't. Uh, no. which I should have, that's what I should have guessed, that he did <laughs> right. not answer the question. That's correct. Right.
1: All right, Josh, what did, what did Brian say? The highest it'll hit in his lifetime. Uh, five hundred thousand. He went with two million. Damn, in his lifetime. All right, John McAfee, be damned. That's two <laughs> that, John McAfee now, penises. That consider two John McAfee consider what meaners. that
0: means. That only means four of gold's current market cap. Wow, that's all that means. Interesting. Current that, that, market that cap. Seems if you think doable. about a dollar in my lifetime going to do do do.
1: Yeah. Interesting. All right, last question here, uh, Brian. Who did Josh say is funnier, Bunchu or Chamber?
0: I really want to change my pre-written answer now. <laughs> uh, but I think he's. I, I'll, I'll. I'll. I'll assume he stuck to the answer. No. 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 I'm going to say I can't tell them apart. That's what he's. <laughs>
1: <asking>. <laughs> I feel wow. Like what if? What a monster poll. He he wrote neither. Neither <laughs> that Neither is a funnier answer. than I, I don't know the difference. Uh, that is great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. I will and, say my written answer was Bunchu.
1: Oh. oh, there you go. Uh, Josh, who did uh, who did Brian say was funnier? Bunchu I mean, or definitely Chamber. Definitely
3: Chamber. Definitely.
2: Definitely <laughs> Chamber is correct. <laughs>
1: Wow. What, you guys did pretty well, I would say. What so, is the final score? Uh,
2: we got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 for Brian and 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 for Josh.
1: Wow. So Very, a close. Yeah. Very close. Tight race. I would say that is uh, that is a pretty good score. We've done this a couple times and I don't think I think we caused a few divorces maybe. Six.
2: What? I think we caused a few divorces from this game. Yeah. <laughs> I,
1: don't, I don't think anybody's gotten over six before. No. You guys we, killed it. Uh,
0: i will say on the the comedy clarification i feel like uh chamber has the general the general comedy vibe but bunch of your stuff is like it hits (laughs) at just the right moment or (laughs) or like you set him up you know so it's not that you're unfunny it's that it's that chamber has the air of comedy all the time you know what i mean
1: yes he channels got, my
2: comedy you we, we can't have one without the other it's a it's right a, it's a delicate ballet we do every day we're
1: yeah delicate ballet that's the hashtag for today's episode <laughs> <Look at that. laughs> go uh that's it we're the abbott and costello of crypto. that's right there you go um but that is going to do it for us we went an almost an hour and a half on oh, wow. the thank you very much show for the... of the season yes thank you guys for your time we really really appreciate it and that was fun i think uh we got a lot of awesome information i think people should be i think psyched about the future of cri- the crypto markets based on these conversations what do you think chamber
2: I mean, I think people should be psyched for the future of Bitcoin podcasting, if I'm being 100% honest.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what, what's the market cap of Bitcoin podcasting going for for next year? 20x? 30x? Oh, it's there's going to be,
2: you know what? We're going to see a bunch of them come. We're going to see a bunch of them go. But LedgerCast and Rect will
1: always be standing. Uh, well, that needs to be embroidered somewhere <laughs> in
2: It's true. I'm pretty sure. You, when did you guys start your show?
0: Uh... November 2017.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say I'm. I, I was listening to your show prior to us starting our show, uh, and yours is the only show I still listen. I think yeah, I think you guys and our show are the two shows are the two Bitcoin shows I listen to or crypto shows. That's yeah, it. Pretty uh,
0: similar for me. Y'all's is definitely one of the only ones that's on my like regular rotation because the ones that are mostly about crypto i get enough of in other ways
1: (laughs) (laughs) but we appreciate that and that's you know that's what we try to do here so but we really do appreciate your guys time um where can people find you if they don't already know where to find you
0: uh the podcast is on ledgerstatus.com carpe noctum youtube uh carpe noctum twitter ledger status twitter that's it for me awesome
1: and anywhere else they can find you josh
0: no that's
3: it uh All twitter right. twitter youtube lots twitter, of content can... just non-stop churn of content i'm not promoting anything i just talk are you about uh what large... i see and what i do
2: are you twitch streaming your video gaming or anything like that i don't know what the kids do these days um
3: i've toyed with the idea and i've done it a little in the past i just Ooh. uh I like my my me time to be my time
1: (laughs) (laughs) i feel you Uh, so no
3: not not at the moment all
1: right guys well thank you very much it's been a wonderful year we appreciate your time and happy new year to everybody listening out there and until next time don't get wrecked and that is financial advice
2: hey everybody thanks for listening